All right, you guys ready? Let's do this. You're listening to the best of the best of the best. Fully loaded. It was so good. Luck, luck, luck. I don't think I've ever been chuffed. And what the mouth word said was, you talk too much. Scotty Potty Hay. Someone slap me. That is not that crazy. That's hard. Losers. This is like proof of the supernatural. This is not the first goal scored by a hand this month. What? You made your own luck. You win by winning. When he plays, he scores. You're a pouty baby that doesn't deserve to be a baby. He's just a weirdo. Si, senor. I would like the Pollo Ranchero, por favor. I'm just going to pour myself another bourbon and just let this thing roll. <laughs> All right, let's move on to already relegated Newcastle to Bournemouth 1. Wrong, Scott. There is plenty. Wrong, Scott. 13th in the table. Newcastle, seven points clear of the relegation zone. Scott, you cannot continue to call them already relegated Newcastle. It's I can't. I can. I was going to no. call them newly promoted Newcastle. Thank they, you, Brian. They can't score two goals from defense every week. No, they cannot. They can do it two weeks in a row. Man, Federico Fernandez. I don't want to get into this, but look. Scott, listen. Let's reference this. Most people are not involved with our Slack channel. One of the most ironic things of ironic things that I've seen in a long time is the man who, God bless, can we get to the freaking segment Mm-mm. that plays for Chelsea. Mm-hmm. Scored and so the American in our Slack channel a, a few weeks ago, a few days ago, I don't remember. There was a conversation of who was the best American player. Uh, my brother said it was the the guy that the American that plays for Chelsea. Yeah. Scott says I think it's DeAndre Yedlin, and Scott was might as well have been crucified oh. on a cross. Scott said that here. It was on this podcast, but he also said, but it was it also yes it made its Slack way channel. yeah it made its way into Slack yeah. in that process. It that makes me to slack because there are some people, not Brian, <laughs> who <laughs> listen to, to our podcast. podcast and then wanted to talk about it after right. it's done. Which, by the way, if you support our podcast right. on a monthly basis at a certain level on our Patreon page, that's right. FSFC, Fantasy Soccer FC, you can find us. Uh, you can be a part of this conversation too. You right. can you can blast away at me for thinking DeAndre Yedlin is a very good player. And at the time before this American who plays for Chelsea, who can't yet be named, his career was, was over, starting to score goals. It wasn't a crazy take to think Yedlin might be the best. I mean, we're talking about a guy who has found a starting role for a Premier League club, barely Premier League, but still Premier League club, across multiple managers for multiple seasons. I get it. It's Newcastle. Like, you put DeAndre Yedlin right back on Chelsea. He's not finding the pitch. I totally understand. But at the same time, it's not crazy to think that, you know, again, you're comparing apples to oranges because, you know, one guy plays up front, one guy plays right back. I don't know if I completely agree with you. He might not be able to find the pitch. I'm just saying. Bottom line is, he plays this week. Scores a goal. He finally, he's been injured. Yeah. He finally plays, and he scores. And I love. His goal is nice. I. I it gave you the opportunity. I mean, it was amazing. Like, my brother had to come back, credit to him, and eat some crow. Hey, the attacking players for Newcastle are terrible. No, they are cursed. Yeah, terrible. <laughs> I think whatever Rafa did when he left, he cursed the boots. Well, no. <laughs> Same Maximan. 
cannot kick the ball anywhere Brian, into the net. He th- blasted the bar. Miguel Almiron will not score a goal. Crazy. He kicked the ball into St. Maximan <laughs> whenever he had a chance at an open goal. They, right. they cannot score. It's crazy. It's, it's it is so there, crazy. Not to go back a match, but nothing is more, crazy. nothing is spursier. Oh, wow. Than the fact that Joe Ellington's lone goal this season was scored against Tottenham. Yeah, of course. That nothing, <laughs> nothing encapsulates the Tottenham season more than Joe Ellington scoring Scott, his one goal against them. Newcastle has been playing with more heart than Arsenal has played all season. They're seven points clear at the moment. They're thirteenth uh-huh. place. Yeah, their upcoming schedule is not bad. Yeah, do you remember that moment in the season, this season that we're currently enjoying, when Norwich beat Manchester City? We keep referencing this. Yeah, I know. Yeah, this is that moment for Newcastle. Mark it down. This Bournemouth? is that moment. Two wins in a row. Thirteenth place. Dare I say it? They've peaked. I don't know. They got Villa, Manchester you, City, Sheffield, and Southampton in their next four. My point exactly. They have three. three <laughs> what exactly is your they're point? They're going to keep winning. They're going to no, keep winning. They no, have okay. three. They're not going to win every single one. They they're have get, three 1-1 one, one drawable matches in the next four matches. Ryan's right. At least he's, that's fair. Mm. Um, and if you can draw, you can stave off. Relegation. You know who took the most shots for Newcastle? Not to stay on their defense, but you know who took the most shots for them in this match? Kieran Clark? No. Yedlin? No. Lascelles? No. Char? No. I don't think he played. Name someone who has played or did Fernandez. not leave early. Come on, this is your favorite guy. Janmont. Jeez, not wrong I, team. I, Dumb it. I know, I no, he came on. He Jetro Willems. Jetro. <laughs> Curse me. Jetro Willems took four Ooh. shots and put three of them on target. He Isn't that I mean, everything he, that's wrong with Newcastle, though? Well, <laughs> it's not ideal. No, it's not. <laughs> but let's go back. Enough about Jetro Willems. Kieran Clark Wait did Wait a minute. Make... If it was happening for, New- for Liverpool, you'd be like, oh, yeah, well, that's what Trent Alexander and Robertson do. Yeah, but <laughs> They this get is... shots on goal. This is Newcastle. But if Willems does it, uh, well, I mean, that they can't be sustainable. 2-2-8-2. Two, two, two. He had one good week in his last four. He's had yes, a couple had a of good weeks here. this season. Yeah, there was nothing. You know when Willems you know had did... that good week? When sports kissing that's right. took place <laughs> and he was in the squad. Uh, but Kieran Clark is a little bit more relevant. This is his second week in a row. Three of the last five with returns. He makes the dream team and he's in the playing defense. all the time. Unlike Federico Fernandez, who is playing because of injuries. Geez, somebody just pound a tent peg through my temples and end this nonsense. <laughs> but listen, of, of a guy getting time because of injuries. Kieran Clark is four three. He's I know. Two yes. Teams. Yep. Yes. So we've talked about Lascelles being an option as well. Right, no. and so you got to be careful. With that yeah, while well, leaves in, uh, injured here and was on was seen on you know in a walking boot on crutches, that just all that stuff. More for uh, you'll love it. Uh, the, uh, Newcastle United nufcblog.com describes this perfectly. Okay. Uh, early indications are are that it's just a knock. However, Fabian Scher has missed the last three games with what was said to be a minor knee problem. Yeah. <laughs> so injury protocol, right? I all think sorts I'll, of things. Uh, are wrong. You have Florian Lejeune. On his way back, he's getting minutes to get back to match fitness. So Florian Lejeune was was first choice for a while there, uh, along with 
uh, Lascelles and Karen Clark. All right, so with all that in mind, Brian, stud or dud, Karen Clark? Pass. Dud. Uh, dud. No, I, I don't want him. Okay. Dave, at 4-3. He's in form. Hey, Price it, is probably going hey, up. At 4-3? Over the international at break. 4-3, stud. Stud? I, I, I get it. With their upcoming schedule for the next five match weeks, at a 4-3, He's coming off. I don't look. You don't expect seven and a ten, and a ten in back-to-back weeks. Him scoring in both matches. I'm just saying. Listen, I've got an Eric Peters chilling You're out. You're not at the expecting end of my... much from a four-three defender. Well, that, this is my There's point. Ton... I've got go. an, I've got an Eric Peters chilling out at the end of my bench. He's my next transfer out in all likelihood. That's a move I can make some money. There's out a ton of, of there's a ton of cheap options right now, and he would not be one of my cheap options. I would Mark rather have be... I would rather have Yanmont. I'd rather have either. Uh, as Here's the thing, though. You've had this love with Jan. I would rather no, absolutely have true. a Newcastle defender than a Watford defender, and it's not even close. See, I've got principles, and I've got to stay. I, I, if those are my two choices. Newcastle at Wat- home, Watford. I know, has a chance at a clean sheet almost anyone they play. There's Kike, and there's Steve Bruce. i got to go Kike. Oh, you are so clouded. I am. It's true. I don't know what's worse, your Kike no, glasses I, or your it. Liverpool glasses. I don't hate. I don't hate the the choice. They're both beautiful, Dave. I'm just <laughs> saying because I this we've you're exactly right. We've advocated. I, I have advocated Lascelles on just on goal threat alone. Newcastle defender. This podcast talked about a good schedule for Newcastle several weeks ago, which I believe got laughed at. I think that was a laughable suggestion <laughs> mm. at the time. Mm. Uh, no, I am. Look, I we're not that mean to each other on this podcast. Are listen, we? I just, I this is this is the the goodness coming to fruition. I just don't think anyone looking at it would have said when Newcastle plays Bournemouth at home, they're going to win two to one, and their goals are going to come from Yedlin and Karen Clark. I, know. I just not you, I, look. If you want to trust it's that, true. the same way. If you want to trust Federico Fernandez, Brian, the fill-in, Brian, fine. Brian, please go for Brian. it. This is sports guessing. Well, yes, uh, uh, there is no I wrong mean, guess. That exa- is what we have learned okay. from sports guessing. So therefore, anything can happen. <laughs> yeah, that's not the best advice we can give. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Anything yeah. can happen. That's why you own these people. <laughs> yeah, who knows what may result? There was one bright spot for Bournemouth. He made the dream team in the midfield. Another ten points for Harry Wilson. Harry Wilson did. Wow, yeah. good job. Nice goal. Uh, well designed, perfectly executed. It's true. First attacking return yeah. for Ryan Fraser since week five. Excellent work. He's uh, only one week late in making uh, the sports guessing team. Hey, Brian, guess who the top scoring midfielder is for Bournemouth midfielders? It's Harry Wilson. It must be Harry Wilson. You must have thought that I said, Scott, who's <laughs> who's the top scoring midfielder? I clearly said Brian. Is yes, still- maybe, but you also have made me mad because I have a game coming up later in this podcast where I'm going to ask questions is he, uh, about the highest scoring players at certain positions on certain clubs. I got you. Harry Wilson might have been the answer to one of them, Dave. Is Harry Wilson enough. still $6 exactly? By the way, just to give you some form of gratification, mm. I would not have gotten that answer. <laughs> is Harry Wilson still 6 yen? He Harry is. Wilson is sitting on 6 yen. Exactly 6. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I can, I mean, I wouldn't buy him. I would rather have Dwight McNeil. Dwight? Did you say Dwight? 
No, I said Dwight. Dwight. You said Doit. He did. D-O-I-G-H-T. Let's briefly, let's briefly go to that. I'd rather Doit McNeil. Let's briefly go to that match. <laughs> Burnley 3, West Ham 0. What a result. Ashley Barnes gets back on the score sheet. Right, yeah, Brian, yeah, you, you know. Did you call this so? Yeah, you know why? Not Barnes. You yeah, because Chris Wood was there. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Chris yes. Wood also scores. But the two Burnley players who made the dream team were James Tarkowski, highest scoring defender, and Nick Pope. Hey, now. Yeah. I almost... Honestly, I got I was lucky this past week fantasy wise because I was if, if Mount would not have gotten a knock midweek, I would have my goal was to transfer out Pope, but I went I transferred out Mount and so I kept Pope. I only made one transfer, Scott. I'm trying to do better at that. Very good. And boy, did I reap the benefits yes, of that. You did. Uh, Burnley uh, clearly better at home, uh, not quite uh, not quite fortress. Uh, Oh, what did they call it? What's their place? Turfmore. Uh, not Fort- quite Fortress Turfmore, uh, but definitely better there. And yeah, and plus West Ham in a in a free fall right now. Perfect timing. Perfect they really storm are. And, and terrible. But also, but uh, Brian- something that we look another one big stat moment. Uh, talking about Burnley, you know, entering into this week and something that we we got to a, a glimpse of. Sean Dyche. Blew it up in the defense. Ben Mee and yes, Tarkowski safe. Matt Lowton and Eric Peters, who Gone. Eric Peters has been not great for a while. Uh, Bardsley and uh, the guy who I think should... Charlie Taylor. Charlie Taylor. Now, there's a guy you want to talk about someone cheap. That you yes. Wanna, you want to take a Four shot two. at. Go to Charlie Taylor. I need to see two consecutive starts. I agree. And and that's what that was the issue before, is that once you're in there... It seems tough to get out, but now Dyche is uh, he's throwing a wrench into it, and he's he shook it up. Brian, to your credit, since the injury to Lucas Fabianski, you've been calling this a train a, a train wreck waiting to happen with Roberto in goal for West Ham. Now, uh, how is everyone liking Aaron Cresswell's fantasy points since yeah, he scored his goals? Yeah, about as much as Yannick Vestergaard. Yeah, exactly. But but seriously, I think. You were proven more right than you've ever been. Aww. And Roberto Aww. has reached new lows in a play that has earned him the Christian Benteke Wasteful Player of the Week Award. Wow. You can't do what he did and not get this award. Mm. Somehow, Roberto, while standing in the vicinity of his goal in a six-yard box on a corner kick set piece, he goes to swing a punch at the ball is punch it away from the goal and somehow during that forward motion he gets the ball to go backwards into his own net he flapped it right in unbelievable i actually still don't know how the physics of this play worked (laughs) but i just kept thinking of course that happened to roberto if if roberto had not flapped that ball into his own goal he may have ended up with all three bonus points the same way effing Matt Ryan did for Brighton this week. Ten saves in a match where he was pretty lucky not to have given up more. That's amazing. Uh, my favorite part of the the slap into the, his own net was that you saw who's standing right in front of him, Dave. Your favorite guy, finger mask himself, Ashley Barnes, putting his bottom right there into Roberto's thigh. And then when he jumps up to slap at it, Ashley Barnes is there like, 
what where am i oh we're near the goalkeeper oh there i am oh there the ball goes in i just love the like the Barn, shenanigans his shenanigans a... are top level shenanigans i love it finger mask guy you like it ryan i think weirdo. you know the answer to this question but uh-huh. stutter dud dwight mcneil of burnley i love dwight mcneil we've been saying it for all all year he's been really good i think so i owned him last year when he was at four and a half and towards the end of the year that was an awesome value choice that was it was a great guy to have and i benefited from having him in the last i don't remember six or eight weeks of the season i think it's about time now to have six pound dwight mcneil too this season scott would you rather have mcneil or mcginn mcneil would you rather have in the role they're in currently? Currently, right now, it's. I feel like it's it's such a toss up. But right now, I would rather have pass. I would rather. <laughs> unbelievable. So done. I would rather that. have McGinn. Really? Um, I yeah. like Dwight McNeil though. McNeil or Telemans? Telemans. McNeil or Mount? I've had Mount for a few weeks. Hasn't gotten me anything since I've had him. I think those two are way closer to equal than their scores show. I, I I know that sounds crazy. That sounds opposite of what you normally think but, about Mason Mount. I think right, McNeil. Fine. As I sit here, McNeil. McNeil or Yarmolenko? McNeil. McNeil or Daniel James? Daniel I'd rather James. McNeil. I would rather have Daniel James. The ceiling is much higher with Daniel James. I agree James. with you. I disagree with you for the first time. I don't want to own if I can have one of those guys. I don't. I would want to have Anthony Martial, so I don't want to own Dan James. Okay, but let's say you're you're priced out in that area already, and again, because there's a there's a, a massive uh, price difference between Daniel James and Martial. So. Right, and I I'm saying though, I if I can get to the other guy, I'd rather get to That's the fair. other guy again. But let's just that being aside. Daniel James or McNeil? I like what Dwight McNeil does for Burnley more than what Daniel James does okay. for Manchester United. Fair Briefly, want to mention Southampton 1, Everton 2. Tom Davis makes a dream team, but that's so irrelevant. Uh-huh. What I really want to discuss is the other goal scorer for Everton. We referenced him earlier, Richarlison. He is in a little bit of a run of form. 6-5-2-10 is Richarlison a stud or a dud? Richarlison is a... Is a seven he nine. has stud capabilities, but geez, I can't stand that guy. I know. The Richarlison rule was in effect within the first 30 seconds. If there's an Everton player laying on the ground, 99% chance it's Richarlison. What happened in the first 30 seconds, Richarlison's laying on the ground. It's ridiculous. It's valid. I don't like his price at seven nine. Yeah, it's a little high, right? Uh, so I say dud. Agreed. But I'm surprised that he's inside the top ten in fantasy scoring. He's doing well, honestly. He's doing well. So I, he's been kind of hot. I don't really, fa- I don't fault anyone for owning him. That would be just a preference thing. I think they're better op- options cheaper. But I say because of that price, dud. All right, and then another result was Wolves two, Villa one. Ruben Neves of Wolves makes the dream team again. We don't need to spend any time on that. I'm surprised you didn't want to talk about how Danny Ings exists solely to take away clean sheets. Yeah, I, sure. the second he scored, I thought that. I'm like, of course. Oh, of course the other guy is uh, is Sidibe for Everton, who has that's who worth, has kicked Seamus Coleman straight to the bench. That that is actually worth 
mentioning Luca Dina's ownership is just under eighteen percent. Citibase is point two. That and should be flipped. At a five three, the only thing that just scares me is is Everton as a whole and the the blood red lineup that they have coming. Oh, no, next, I, yeah. So it, next it's week a, they're it's home a, to Norwich. It's a storm on the Then they're at Leicester, Europe. at Liverpool, home to Chelsea, at United, home to Arsenal. They might be that bottom. should be a bright green. Uh, line, yeah, but they might be Arsenal, they but. might be bottom three by halfway point of the season. Hey, uh, Marco Silva can save his job in that run though. He could, but no Andre Gomez. So that's yeah, going to be trouble for them. Not great. This result aside. All right, so back to Wolves and Villa. Ruben Neves, again, we're looking past that. I just brought this match up so that I could give out my honorary meaningless fantasy half point. Oh, nice. To Aston Villa goalkeeper, Jed Steer. Mm. He waits for so long. Jed for so Steer. Many, Is he from Texas? For, <laughs> for so many years to get his chance to play. And on his first contribution to the match that he finally gets into because Tom Heaton's hurt, he gets hurt. And he's out. Jed, I'm sorry, man. Like, like that feels like tragedy, Greek tragedy. That's written all over that whole situation. So to help you, I want to give you my fantasy. That's a that's a Paul Thomas Anderson movie waiting to happen right there. Very cool, Scott. Very cool. I agree. All right, Chelsea two, Crystal Palace nil. Here you go, Dave. Here you go, Dave. Finally, calm down. Tamori in defense makes the dream team. Dave, you own Tamori. I've owned him. Against all logic, you own a Chelsea defender, but he gets a clean sheet here. Nine points. To your credit, it was a great move. Uh, I do have a question about a couple other... It finally paid off, Dave. All you had to do was endure endure, uh, eight weeks of ones and twos to finally (laughs) get a bunch of stuff. In the last seven weeks, there's a seven, five, and a nine in there surrounded by... A two, a one, and a two, so six weeks. That's not horrible. No, it's not. No, it's not terrible. Uh, but Tammy Abraham gets on the score sheet again. You're happy about that. Yeah, I've been with Tammy. I've been riding with Tammy. Why I was you? on the Tammy train maybe before anyone. Vardy and Abraham is the easiest front line you could possibly You actually own. owned Tammy Abraham last February. It's really weird. You were so early on the train. <laughs> it was before the season For, even started. You were I, actually owning him before all of this happened. It was really the good. The bourbon was talking to me, Scott, and I thought maybe he was being kind mm. in the beginning of that, and then I realized he was just being not kind. Yeah, understood. <laughs> all right, Brian. Yes, Scott. We have referenced this about 13 or 14 times. Yeah, this guy. This guy. I'm really excited about the music for this. I haven't been excited about music for something since last week. And then before that, <laughs> I'm always excited about the music. But I'm really excited about the music this time. How, right. to, say, how to say with Brian J. Yeah, man. The pronunciation was... I mean, I thought I knew. Dave's been saying it wrong since the start of the season, yeah. which makes us even better. But <laughs> the, the announcer was putting the emphasis in a weird place, too, on this match. Jim Proudfoot looking at uh-huh. you. So, Brian... Teach us once and for all. How do you say this American's name? Can we have music, Dave? I'm sure we can find something. Personally, if we wanted to do this the right way, I would say we should start this segment by playing the national anthem of the United States of America. (laughs) Well played. Uh, But I get it. There are plenty of folks who listen to this who aren't from USA, so I'm fine being sensitive to other nations and other anthems. Over half. Uh, Although I think the the USA American national anthem 
has been replaced by the sound of people choosing either the Marvel or DC Comics universe as their side and then arguing which superhero they are. Um, There's only one choice. Oh. Or which one is the best. So instead... Marvel. I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm Team Marvel. So instead of that, let's play the most American rah-rah USA song that's out there. Dave, are you writing this down? If Bruce Springsteen isn't in this, then it's a phone. No, Dave, not born in the USA. No, not Lee Greenwood's proud to be an American. What? No, not even Miley Cyrus's party in the USA. This is a crock. <laughs> no, not the Cougars rocking in the USA. The song today is the greatest J-pop song of all time. That's Japanese pop. Okay. K-pop can go to hell. Wow. <laughs> Big statement there, bro. J-pop greater than K-pop. Da Pump. The song is simply and perfectly titled USA. USA! USA! Your children and my children and your children and everyone's children should be listening to Da Pump's song USA. I cannot wait for this. This week's How to Say... This, this song is so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> It's the worst song. It's not as bad as Swagger it's not Jagger. As bad as Swagger Jagger. Okay. Nothing is because Swagger Jagger. Kids love Swagger Jagger. Swagger Jagger is absolute. Like that is that is Peak. taking a sewing needle to the to the cornea. I, that is the worst. This week's how to say is the second most important. I watched The Witch last night. Did you ever see the movie The Witch? I have not. Robert Eggers. You should check it out if you like horror quite a lot to say this week's how to say is the second most important thing we've ever done oh nothing is more appropriate for, well i'm thinking of lunch sure yeah, yeah. The, most important. the demi got himself nothing could be more appropriate for this podcast than to learn the name of a certain up-and-coming young star who seems <laughs> to be making some waves across the pod at least from what i hear this 14-year-old future star has recently played for DC United. It was in a Sierra Mist commercial featuring Pele. Oh. Sorry, those are my notes about Freddie Adu. The guy, the guy we're oh, the guy we're trying to say. The guy we're trying to say is Chelsea's own special Hershey Kiss. The best export. The best export that USA has sent England. Since President Trump has been sharing fashion and hairstyling tips with Boris Johnson. <laughs> Chris, Christian is his name. Scoring goals for the last three weeks is his game. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so lame. Yet, for some reason, people don't know how to say the last name yet. What did you say? The guy said? What did you say the announcer? Who listen? Pulisic. Come on. You put it on the first one. Pulisic. Come on, baby. America. Dave's been saying Pulisic. It's a lyric in the Duff Hump song. Come on. Uh, The last name is... The last name is pronounced Pulisic. 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 Okay, I Uh, can get that. So lots of people have pointed out it's not the itch. The, what would be a Croatian yeah. pronunciation? I think, if I am, if I'm not mistaken, I believe he's gotten some minutes somewhere else, elsewhere in the world. I think uh, he's even on the USA men's national team. Huh. 
I don't really follow that. The single greatest player in Premier League history simply by virtue of his being American and the only good um, and the only good American soccer player either now or ever is none other than Christian Pulisic. Pulisic, not Pulisic. 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 No. Okay. What have you done? Also wrong. Pulisic. Stop <laughs> emphasizing the ick. The middle, I think Pulisic. the middle syllable Pulisic. is the emphasized syllable. Okay, all right. He's uh, treating this like it's the start of the podcast. Injured Christian Pulisic, yellow triangle. Is, is he not, truly injured, though? It's an international break. How injured is he going to be? Did Chelsea just throw that up there because they didn't want the freaking jerk-faced American coach calling why, him up? Why, did Chelsea, why did Chelsea sub Tammy off early? Probably because they know he's going to go what'd play they for the need, national they need him? They didn't need him. Why did Mason Mount play this game? I don't even know. Honest to goodness. They have other players. It's not like they don't have a bench. Oh, uh, you know why? Again, we talked about it before. I, I'll i bet if Jorginho was not suspended, then Mount, Mount wouldn't, have, wouldn't played. have played. Man, that might be I'll true. I'll bet. He was probably so, good enough that he got out there. Christian Pulisic, stud or dud? I I've mean, had I, to come around on that. Now, I said it, though. If he did it for multiple matches, I'd say stud. I'm hey, in a stud game. Dave, if you want, I mean, you are. Is that a weird thing to say to another man? <laughs> yes. I'm I'm all on Christian Pulisic's stud game. <laughs> His rating, he has been far and away the highest rated performer for Chelsea. You know, on who scored? For the last three weeks. Wow. So you saw what he did in this match. He looked yeah. great. Yeah. He's I mean, he should have scored early. Yeah. He, he's looking dangerous every time he gets near the ball. And tricky, tricky in the box. Oh. Don't get. I mean, that guy's going to draw some penalties. Yeah, good for Tammy. Penalties. Why are we even talking about penalties? There are no penalties in this league anymore. Fair enough. Um, no, I think. I think now. I, I mean, you can't say anything but stud right now. He's playing great. All right. What about William? I love William. Dave, you're still anti-William. Man, he was proving me wrong, but I am. I don't know. I mean, he you got an assist. Look, this is what's weird about William, right? So Mount and Paul Isik are both ahead of him in fantasy. I feel points. like we haven't helped yes. at all, Dave. You know why? And they both played. I know you have an answer to this question, know, man. He look in his last six weeks, he's got a ten, eight, three, twelve, two, and seven. Those are pretty good scores. Yes, but would I rather own Paul Isik or? <laughs> William and and I currently own Paul Isik, so I don't know what to say about him. I'd say Dud because I have a chance. I would rather own Mount or Paul Isik before him, so I'm just gonna say Dud based on the fact that I'd rather own two of his other teammates. I would. I if there was a way to fit him in there too, I would do it. Okay, so but I like William a lot, but and I'm getting out of the Mason Mount game, like many others okay, have. I probably should have done it a week ago, but yeah, I I. He still does have competition on paper. He has competition. Frank Lampard's going to talk about how he has so many good players to choose from. But then I go in and look, and I see 90, 90, 90, 90, 71, 90, 90. Willian's minutes are not competition minutes. There is no one competing with that. And that was was the fear 
in week one and week two and week three when he was still getting back to match fitness. Wasn't he also wearing the captain's armband this he match? He is. And yeah. he's also like, so well, it's been the issue for him is that he's been, it just, he needed to get in there. He's up to, he's up to speed. So are you saying stud or dud, Brian? I'm Dad saying Lillian is a stud. Okay. But because they are, all, they all are. I'm just not crazy about, look. That is the most blah, blah, blah. <laughs> We've wasted listeners Honestly. five minutes. Well, they all are. I mean, that's let's give everyone a participation trophy. <laughs> they should. They all... Give them a trophy. They're good. Do they deserve a participation trophy? Yeah, they should get one. <laughs> Mount Mason Mount looked. He looked like he was coming off of a, the flu. I agree. He, he did, did he not look, look great good. here. I agree. And again, the same thing as every other week that I've said about Mason Mount. All four of his shots that he took were blocked. One of those shots was in the box. He had four touches in the penalty area. Guess who else had four touches in the penalty area? Emerson. You love your some Emerson. Look, I do like Emerson. You saw who else played? Who played opposite Emerson? Reese James. Yes. And honestly, that's the, the Chelsea guy we should be talking about. He was great. Reese yes. James has been waiting for his moment, waiting for his time. He's a 5-0. I Shut would still down. rather own Tamori. But you know what? You know what Lampard told him midweek when they were down four four one to Ajax? He subbed Reese James in and told him, Hey, go go make the boys lively. Mm. He knew. He subbed the defender in knowing that Reese James was about to fire the boys up. Interesting. Hey He shut down Zaha here. Reese James, he's got something. It's, he's got something that the manager likes. And it's the fu- this is one of the this is the future and it's well it is now. and it's one of the few times we've talked about this. this is one of the few times this season where the guy who's waiting in the wings is getting his opportunity and and like match announcers talked about it it's going to be tough for Azpilicueta to to yeah Azpilicueta has got a fight now and and being nineteen or whatever he is I, like I'm not saying you go and buy him especially you're not buying him this week but. Guess who's not slow? Reese James. James. And you know who is slow? Aspilicueta. <laughs> yep. So, I mean, if he gets a if he gets starts, especially after Manchester City, oh man. Yeah. I'll jump on that yep. as fast as I can. All right, we have given listeners everything they need to know, plus some about oh, you game one. week twelve. No, nope, Brian, everything. Everything. You forgot one. Who? You just forgot about how Martin Kelly subbed on for Joel <laughs> Yes, sir. Oh, Martin That's Kelly. That's why you buy Martin Kelly. Brian, we can't get rid of Martin Kelly. In the hopes that right back Joel Ward aggravates an injury and needs to get a substitution. Martin That's Kelly why you own Martin Kelly. And the, this podcast is forever linked. All right. Anyway. Let's play a game we like to play on international break weeks. Let's guess where certain clubs are in the Premier League table. Okay. 12 weeks into the I'm season. I'm getting all of these wrong. All right. I let's, was pretty good last time. Let's start yeah, with an easy were. one. Let's start with an easy one. Sheffield United. I know this. Yep. They're... <laughs> I was going to say six. I know they're not six because Arsenal's six. They, you're, they're either fifth or seventh, and I can't remember if they're above or below. I'm going to go seventh. They are fifth in the Premier League God table. Bless. <laughs> that was closer. They're tied with Arsenal on points, 17. They have a better goal differential. That's what it is. Oh, okay, good. Wolves. Uh, 11. I can't remember what, what was. Nine. 
Wolves are eighth in the table. Good for them. We have okay. a bet on this. We'll come to our. We're going to do a what review. What's our bet? We'll review our bets in just I a minute. I forgot it all. We'll right. review them in just a all minute. Right. Let's just say though, Wolves at eighth. You're looking good on. Okay. Them. All right. All right. Bournemouth. Don't you feel like they could be anywhere in the table? I feel like Bournemouth could be either 17th or they could be 8th. <laughs> exactly. What are they actually? They are 11th. Hmm, that's pretty good. I will go 12th. Bournemouth are 9th. Top half. What? Ooh, wow. Spurs. <laughs> what well, since when? <laughs> I don't know. Spurs are 16th. Spurs are 12th. Split the difference. They're 14th. West Ham wow. is 16th. Palace is 12th. Wow. Spurs are 14th. Wow. By the way, this is all kind of silly because Sheffield and Arsenal are 5th and 6th on 17 points. West Ham is 16th with 13 points. Right. It's Four points it's separate the table sure. between 5th and 16th. Villa is right crazy. behind with 11 yeah. points. It's crazy. Last one, Burnley. Burnley's 7th. I'm not sure they're top half. Maybe they are. Got that win they just got three points three points are valuable now 10th 10th it is yeah wow dave good to guess wow. all right thus concludes the latest edition of the league table game let's move on to another game we like to play dave you tried to steal my thunder on this earlier the highest scoring game no oh. Club and position. Okay, all right. Even though you took away Bournemouth midfielder with Sorry, Harry buddy. Wilson being the answer, I've got five others to give okay, you. All right. all right, I'm gonna start off, Dave. I'm looking at you first on this one. Arsenal midfielder, highest scoring Arsenal midfielder. Oh my gosh. Um, Gwendozy. Right. Only because he started the most games. <laughs> it is Pepe. Brian's got that one. It is Nicola Pepe. Oh, my gosh. Pepe's got crazy. 32. Guendouzi's got 31. Okay, all right. Oh, man, that was close. All right, Chelsea midfielder. Lots of good ones, right, Brian? I, I, I feel good about this. I'll go first. Mount. I would say... Willian. Willian has 49, but Mason Mount has 58. Oh, yeah, I was just looking at that. Polisic 55, though. Yep, Mason yep. Mount's holding him off so far. Number three, City Defender. Much maligned city defense because of those injuries. I Who's the highest scoring defender? Kyle Walker. I feel like he started the most games. It's Laporte. <laughs> <laughs> it might be Laporte. It is go with the real name, Brian. Because we, we know Laporte hasn't Come played. On, baby, America. J-pop. You're going to love it. I can't. Uh, it is um, Cancelo. It's Kyle Walker. It's not even Ah, boo. All right, fourth. Manchester United midfielder. Is Cancelo a midfielder? No, he's Can I guess again? No, nope, you were right. He's a defender. He's oh. 13 points. Oh. About Manchester United midfielder? Manchester United midfielder. Oh, man. You, Daniel James. You know who it is. Daniel James. No, or Martial. Or Martial. But he don't feel like, I don't feel like he no, started enough Daniel games. James. I'll go with Daniel James as my final answer. Martial has 38 points. Daniel James is 45. Neither of them are right. It's Scott McTominay. No 47 joke. points. FPL said I think he's the most valuable uh, commodity going forward. Yeah, but on per, points per million. Wrong. I mean, points per pound. He is at midfield, yes. He's the, he is One the most of the valuable midfield. The stat that the, the FPL tried to, is stealing from us? Yes. Great. That's great. Scott McTominay is number one. Mason Mount, number two. Tielemans, number three in that stat. Okay. Lastly, 
I guess I'm buying him. Why not? And this is probably the hardest one. West Ham Defender. This isn't fair. Yup. Could be Fredericks. Well done, Dave. It is Ryan Fredericks. Good job. 29. Job has 27. Close. Very well done, guys. All garbage, though. Very well done. (laughs) It's true. All right, Dave. Those aren't good scores. We've made five bets this season. Yeah. We have not revisited these in quite some time. All right, let's hear them. Timu Puki, over and under on goals, 11 and a half. You said he was going to get I a dozen 12. or more. Sure. I went with the under. Is he on six? Where is he I at? believe he's on six. Okay. So, you we know get... what? You still got the odds in your favor right yeah, now. I do. I do. Yeah, but he's he's not doing so well. You're lucky he calmed down. Well, I, I am. But I saw this one coming. Um, no, stop. We made a bet on which club between Brighton and Newcastle would finish higher in the table. You said Newcastle. I said Brighton. What was I thinking then? I mean, Brighton's 11th, Newcastle's 13th, so... It's closer than it was. already relegated Newcastle. Unbelievable. All right, we also made a bet on where Wolves would finish. I said 12th or lower because of the Europa So then obviously 11th or higher. You went 11th or higher. They're currently 8th. Okay. The one that I'm definitely losing. Okay, uh, and I like Wolves, by the way. I think I might have a chance at winning that, but but continue. We'll see. The they, longer they, they're in Europa they've League. Survived, they've survived the Europa thing, and things are balancing out. Jimenez is scoring now. It's a good thing they've discovered Adama Traore's talent, or else they'd be just in a saying. lot of trouble. They knew. Um, he's, just, he's just putting the pieces together yeah, more yeah, often Ryan's now. Ryan's right. Ryan's right. Keep going. We made a bet. I'm I'm getting this one wrong. <laughs> uh, after game week 18, that John Lundstrom, whether or not he'd be in the top 20 in midfielder scoring. <laughs> Shut up! I, um, Hold on. I'm sorry, defender, defender, scoring, sorry, defender yeah. scoring. I mean, he is a midfielder. Hold on, you said after week 18. Yeah, because I thought he'd peaked what, way what, back what do you when. Mean week 18? We haven't even got through 11 well, matches. I had said, yeah, but I had said weeks ago that he'd peaked. And, I, and so I said, by game week 18, it'll oh. be downhill so much, he'll be out of the top 20 in mid, in a defender you. scoring. Which you, now yeah. the writing's on the wall. I mean, that's going to be wrong. He's a demi guy. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> this, is, this is not going to go well for me. All right, fair enough. And then uh, you said Ashley Barnes would score more fantasy points than Callum Wilson. Oh, why did I say that? You're not – it, 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 you, you made up some ground this week. I know. I don't feel great about it. I forgot I have to root for him. You do, yeah, in your face. What, what, what? How? <laughs> what's the totals on those two? It has to be closer than than it feels like. It, it feels like Callum Wilson should be thirty points ahead of him, but, but I don't think it's that far. Callum, Callum Wilson is fifty four overall points. Ashley Barnes is forty five. That's attainable, but I don't feel great about it. That no, I, I, I was like doing that. it because I thought Wilson would get injured, and he hasn't got injured yet. So, anyways, that's. That is what it is. If if Wilson stays healthy, there's no way he beats him. It was that bet in my mind was clearly based on can the guy stay healthy. Mm-hmm. All right, we're recording this uh, on the weekend, just following the conclusion of game week twelve. So we've got a couple of weeks until game week thirteen begins. But guys, let's go ahead and make our captains' picks anyway. As we're sitting here for game week thirteen, who are we going to go with for captain? It's going to be really difficult not to stay on Vardy at Brighton. I feel like that's going to be a wildly popular choice. I 
I feel like, do you guys trust Chelsea defensively all of a sudden that they can go to Manchester City and Manchester City doesn't roll them? No. I don't think City's going to roll them. Okay. I think it's going to be a tighter game than people think. I just feel like that's a game that could have, up, that could have goals in it. Twice. Once in the Community Shield. The Community once in Strap. The regular, well, whatever, sure. And then once in the regular <laughs> season, both times playing them very tough. Right. It was like 1-2, two, 2-1 two, matchups, type, you know, scoreline type thing. I expect Chelsea to give City everything, maybe even get a result in that match. That won't surprise me. The way Chelsea's been playing. I just think there are goals there. So that's why I just I'm I'm I don't think it's crazy. Who are I don't you think going with? Who are you going with? Right what? now the C's on Vardy, but it's Vardy. but it's but it's Monday, twelve days before the sure. match week starts. So I I agree. Currently, I have my captain on Vardy at Brighton. It I kind of stayed away from the Liverpool City guys this past week for captain. I think I'll probably do that again with the City Chelsea matchup coming up. So Brian, I'll, I'll probably be with you. Um, in a weird way, though, I might actually go Telemans, and and I don't know if I'm going to do that, but you're not doing that. I do like. Uh, I just, I don't know. I, I just got a weird you you really guessing itch. You really want to put a, you really want to double his one assist he's going to get. So well, he's a, the other option is Mane at at Palace, but Palace at home always seems to make people just barely beat them, like one nothing or whatever. So I. I don't know how many goals are going to be in that match at Palace. I tell you, the best bet might be John Lundstrom home to Manchester United. Um, that's why. No way. Sheffield at home. Bromley. No way. Yep. Uh, I feel better about that than I don't know. I'll probably still go Vardy, but my vice—I'm not kidding—will probably be Lundstrom at United. You're not doing. Call that. me crazy. Sports guessing in your face, Brian. Scott, <laughs> what are you doing? I would like to see it. <laughs> uh, right now it's on Vardy, but it's interesting. This is going to be a game week with a lot of blue-on-blue blue crime. Yeah, there is a lot of blue-on-blue. Blue. Might might wreck some game weeks. Of course, if you have City and Chelsea attacking options only and you avoid the defenses, Dave, then maybe it won't be that big of a deal. 4-3 looks great in the fantasy score sheet. Dave, you're not trusting Arsenal at home against Southampton? You're just saying nothing about anything Arsenal, anything of any kind I at all? I don't own an Arsenal player, therefore I can't captain anyone. Well, 25% of the world owns Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang. If I owned him, I would captain him. Okay. Andrew Ref owns Aubameyang in our mini-league. If I was him, I would captain Aubameyang. Not, not any of the other guys, though. I don't trust anything Arsenal right now, but call me bitter. Um, what about Wolves playing at Bournemouth? Do you trust any of the Wolves' assets, especially Raul Jimenez? I like the way the Wolves have been playing, although Bournemouth at home, for whatever reason, seem to be playing better in defense. Ramsdale seems to be the glue back there. Rico's playing well, so I, I would. Bournemouth's defense uh, has been better than they should be. Rico got subbed early here in in this match. What are you to make of that? It makes me nervous. He got he got subbed in the sixty fifth minute. Yes. Who they and bring I, in? Who they bring in for him? Uh, Solanke. They were down. So okay, so they brought in a striker. Yeah, but why take off? Why take off an attacking? It, why take off a, a guy who has a wand of a left foot? Look, look. I, I know they went to three at the back. Anyhow, they shifted. They shifted give tactically. Give him the, the ability that. to make mistakes. <laughs> okay. 
it just makes me nervous. I'm not selling them or anything. I just it's, it, that kind of stuff Fair is enough. the thing that makes me nervous. Uh, Dave, do you have any idea what you can do with your uh, transfers already? Yeah, if, if no one gets hurt over the break, I'm going to change Loughton into probably Baldock. Okay. Or another Sheffield defender, but Baldock's at four five. Loughton's he scored at, here. His L- price L- might go up. Loughton's at four five. That's easy, easy in and out for me. Are you worried about his price going up since he scored? Some I'll keep my here? eye on that. It yeah. hasn't happened yet, and not enough movement on it. But I'll keep my eye on that for sure. Brian, I think you guys need to. I think we need to settle this if it's where you stand on selling your Manchester City midfielders, because. That's I feel like that selling Raheem Sterling is one of the most popular things anyone can do in the in FPL right now. He's the fifth most transferred out. Mount like looking through the list, Timu Puki continues to drop. Uh, Ederson is not going to. I mean, his price will probably drop at least once over the break. Mason Mount will certainly drop again over the break. Aubameyang is sixty thousand transfers out. I don't know if his his ownership might be too. No, I mean that's probably getting there. Hey, look, I'm just saying Raheem Sterling is fifth in that list. All those other guys make sense. Raheem Sterling is the first person that I look at that I'm like, I don't know about that. All right, I agree. And 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 Kevin and Kevin Lalite uh, Brown is close. <laughs> he's on. He's he's in the top. I don't know, ten, fifteen. Hey, let's think about this real quick. I agree. I'm not. I have Sterling. I'm not selling him. Okay. I'm holding firm. Angelino, though, in Manchester City. You're not buying second him. start. You're not buying him. Four point seven. There's no way you're buying him. He was very active today. Sure. Yeah. I'm. Why am I not buying him? He's four seven. You're. He was actively kicking the ball into the wrong places. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> Look, I. We need to cover all things. People okay. are going to say, hey, who's the who's the bald guy running around for Manchester City today? Well, it's Angelino. And I'm just saying. I guess. He's that's, playing. I feel like that is a, a, that cheap- is a wild roll of the dice, given, given the rotation there. But sure, I understand what you're saying. It's the same thing with people, uh, any of the other cheap guys that are out there. Who is the $4 guy that started for Manchester United today? Brandon Williams needs Williams. to be mentioned. Right. So guys like that, I Ash- guess. Ashley Young might be on his way out. And Brandon Williams is at a 4-0. A 4 freaking 0 Now look, United schedule coming up. They're at Sheffield, home to Villa, home to Tottenham at City, home Everton at Watford, home Newcastle. United haven't held many clean sheets this year. Okay, well, so let's just call a spade a spade. But Brandon Williams, if you're looking for a cheap defender, Brandon Williams at a 4-0, Scott, that might be my move. I, mean, I don't know. I want some, some more of Sheffield, though. I like, I like having Sheffield defenders. Yeah, you, need, to, you need at least two. I'm considering three. But, Brian, to your point, maybe I need to go from Rico to Williams. Rico's a 4-1. You make your – get your dollar? Get my, get my .1 pound? Just saying. It's a thought. I'm okay. struggling to know with my free transfer. Do I want to go with Eric Peters out or Yarmolenko out? Peters, Peters, Peters isn't out. playing, and Yarmolenko's at home. He could, he could do something against Spurs at home. He could. So I think Peters is the more urgent transfer there, and it gives me another defensive option. Problem is, which Newcastle defender do I bring in? I could afford Jetro Willems. 
Obviously, I don't like the yellow triangle next to LaSalle's, but we also discussed uh, other options. Kieran Clark at 4-3. Yeah. So, I don't know. That's something that, uh, you know, I have some time to think about it. Um, and I'm going to have to think about what I want to do there. Go with Clark at a 4-3 or Willems. I just, That's my I, advice. If, I mean, you're gonna, if you really want to get into that business. It was, it was I'm just thinking. Daryl Janmott's there, too. Yeah. I'm just thinking that these the two two of the most essential midfielders definitely since the last international break especially was you know was Kevin DeBrana on the top of that list everyone rushing as fast as they could to get him so that 40% of the of FPL owns him and now he's a top 10 transfer out i mean to me that is the because there are so many other options i mean i, I feel like it, it's almost like you can you can't pick wrong with any uh, James Madison's price went up as we're recording this, so he's now seven five. So that is one of those guys who is he as creative overall statistically? No, but I mean, who's flying higher than Leicester City is right now? I mean, to me, that's a you know you're but but are you reallocating those funds? Are you you know do you even anticipate coming back to him at some point? He looked terrible today. We can't say that enough times. He just did not look very good. Mm. So, in addition to tough, you know, you know, not a great, yeah, it's Chelsea, still red, and they still have a. Everyone's going to look at this upcoming schedule and say, "Well, look at all that red and gray. Look at that. The ridiculous color-coded matchup system is going to push people away." But I feel like it has more to do with what what it, what he looked like today, and who are you going to in his place. Mm. I have no idea what to do with it, and he might not survive the break for me. All right, Dave, give us a rundown of the top three in the Fantasy Soccer FC podcast mini league before we go. Mini league. It's starting to become a consistent thing. Che Long Ings has a massive lead. Massive lead. I mean, he's not giving that up anytime soon with a total of 789 points. He is completely crushing. His team this week consisted of Patricio, Pereira, Robertson, Wambasaka, Denocker, Sterling, Madison, Mount, Salah, Vardy, Captain, Abraham for a total of 73 points. His overall rank, 174. Wow. Okay. Did everyone hear that? 174 out of 7 million. Yeah, he's doing great. Whole. My gosh, that is insane. Second place, AC Marchinko, 62. He had a great week, 737 points total. Game of throw-ins is in third. And our man, Pookie Man, is in fourth. Does he sell Pookie? Great question. And he does not have Pookie. Going into the 11th week, Pookie Man does not have Pookie. He has Jimenez, Abraham, and Malpe as his strikers. Captain Jimenez this week. Kudos to you. Well done. 62 points. All right, Dave. There's only one thing left for us to do. It's that time for sports guessing. Guess, guess, guessing. That's <laughs> insane. So crazy. All right. Starting this week, it I've did, already picked it out. It needs a song. What? You already picked it? 
Well, I, I was prepping while you guys were talking earlier, and I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to start it just so we can speed things up. Ramsdale. Ramsdale is my goalkeeper of choice. Mark it down. Ramsdale is holding a clean sheet. <laughs> Defense. Um, let's go this week. Van Anholt. Van Anholt's going to be great for you. Uh, coupled with Van Anholt will be Montoya. That's oh. insane. Montoya this next week. Him? Honestly, that's that's just stupid and stupid. It's written down. Hey, listen. It's also, too late now. It's hey, been guessed. Let's, it has uh-huh. been guessed. It has been guessed. Brian, let's go with Gary Mina. Why not? There's no reason uh-huh. to pick him. And then Harry Maguire. Let's go with Harry Maguire. That is my defense choice I there. I don't know, Dave. Those are some pretty trendy names. Oh, shut yeah, up. Big shut names it. I, I already talked it. Look. Look, this week we're going to go with... Uh, You're not interested in, like, a Craig Dawson. <laughs> sports guessing this <laughs> Sports guessing this week. Let's go with... Uh, you know what? Let's go with... Uh, screw it. Let's go with Sun. Let's go with Sun, Wendia. Sun, Wendia, um, MacArthur, and... Uh, Wait, you're putting your double palace? Yeah, that I don't know. It's sports guessing, Brian. I don't know. Don't Will Hughes. Know. Will Hughes is going to get on the. Uh, there you wow. go. Right. You're going to love that. Is, you know that is that four names, yes, Scott? That in, is. in lieu of Craig Dawson, <laughs> we will accept Will Hughes All as right. a substitute. Strikers, strikers, strikers. Oh my gosh, this is. Uh, I, I I hate strikers because there aren't many of them. Um, let's go with Alaire. Screw it. Wow. Allaire hasn't okay. scored in multiple weeks. Good call. I let's like, go this. With I like this decision already. And let's go with uh, Lacazette. Allaire and Lacazette. All right. Those will be the uh, the the strikers for the sports guessing team. I think team. that's off the off the beaten path enough <laughs> to, uh, to be so. a good team. So Look, it's crazy. I, like it. I could have gone with Musay, right? But no, he's had like multiple weeks good back to back. Jerry he, D, he Chris a Wood. Lot of minutes. Malpe, Barnes, any of these names I'm picking, like we we've already named them. They've been doing things recently. So All right, Brian, as I sit here, I think I'm shunning all of the Newcastle defenders. Okay. I just have to push the button on Yanmont. Is that stupid? I don't think it's stupid. I mean, I I feel like they still have a couple weeks of usefulness left. So you you don't necessarily love them at home to Burnley, I don't think. But at Southampton, sure, Scott, picking not? a Watford defender, I'm going to call you out. That's stupid. I, there's why? other options. When was the last time they held a clean sheet? A while. Yeah, this week. This pe- well, it was Norwich. <laughs> <laughs> and then two weeks ago before that, they played Don't Bournemouth. Don't ask questions like that about. <laughs> All right, Scott, you know what, though? I'll say this. In fairness, in Jan Mott's last five games. I know. 9 12 6 0 7. Why right. you know what, Brian? In my yes, face. Exactly. In my face. If- if Scott, you, add a Daryl Yanmont. If you sit, if you sort the defenders by form on the little drop-down menu there, you'll see Daryl Yanmont's name listed fourth. Okay. You'll I also four see tenths in this move. You'll Fair also. I'm selling a guy who's not going to play anymore, and Eric Peters. And I, I get it. I could get something good for four tenths. I can't less. argue with Yanmont's numbers. I could, that's inarguable. So All All right, fifth I'm doing on the it. fifth on the form list, the player you're definitely not buying is Adam Smith. He's right. He's right, you so, know. All right, let's so close this So form out. only takes you so far. Game week 13's coming. These international breaks are finally at an end for a while. This next segment, we're going to start to see some midweek game weeks. It's going to start to get a little bit more interesting as we head towards the holidays. It's going to get crazy. That's right. 
Hey, find us on all the Fancy Soccer FC socials. We're everywhere. Find us. We have different bits of information on ah. different social media sites. So it's not all going to be the same everywhere. We'll try to keep you guessing, keep coming, keep you coming around. I'm trying to make it as hard as possible for you to follow us, really. That's, and look, there's nothing wrong with that either. <laughs> hey, for the Fancy Soccer FC podcast, this is David Smith. Until next time. <laughs>